Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mesil Sisharim in English. We are in the middle of chapter 19, and we're talking about the components of Hasidus, and specifically honoring mitzvahs in itself. And as I keep mentioning in the last few podcasts, that um, this is sort of a roadmap, at least the last few of them. And I would start if you know to really make sense of these it might make sense to start on, on podcast episode 97, but feel free to just, uh, you know, chime in whenever. Uh, I'll do my best to explain. So anyways, we're talking now again about this chassid, this very, very holy person, and the Ramchal went off in, into detail on many mitzvahs and how to give honor to them. We spoke about Shabbos, we spoke about what you can do to make Shabbos honorable. We spoke about um, davening. We spoke about, what else did we speak about here? Um, all these different, you know, uh, making your mitzvahs the choiciest, the best, and so on. And now the Ramchal is going to continue in that theme of honoring the Torah. Included in the fear of Hashem. And remember, this is all part of the component of Yiras Hashem, right? Of, of, of fear. Remember, there's Ahava and Yira, the component of love and fear. This is the component of fear. So, the um, included in the fear of Hashem is honoring the Torah itself and the people who study it. Because we have learned explicitly about the importance of honoring the Torah. Whoever honors the Torah is himself honored by people. That's what Chazal say. And the sage of the Blessed Mary said, as an example, Rabbi Yochanan said, on account of what good deed did the wicked King Achav merit monarchy for 22 years? King Achav was a very, very wicked king. He, he did a lot of terrible things for the Jews, and, uh, he, and he worshipped a lot of idols, but at the end of the day, he was granted 22 years of reign. And why? Because it said that he honored the Torah. He gave honor to the Torah itself. And since the Torah has the Aleph base, the Jewish alphabet in it, and there's 22 letters in the Jewish alphabet, so therefore he was given 22 years to represent each letter of the Aleph base. So, and, and they quote the Pasuk, what happened was, you know, it's very simple that the, the, in, in uh, Ben Hadot, the king of Aram sent messengers to Achav that he wants to, uh, he wants to, you know, uh, I guess come see the city. And I guess he was besieging the city. He asked him to surrender. And he says, I'll give you gold. I'll give you silver. You can even have the women. You can have my children. You can have my wives. But the Torah, you cannot touch. It's an amazing thing if you think about it. I mean, especially considering who he was. Imagine giving up your children to a kid. I mean, who knows the what he was going to do to these to these women, to the children, to his wife? He said, "You can have them all. The Torah you can't have. Best women and children, you know, you can have." So, uh, oh, does that matter? here? This is he, he brings down the story. But Hadan said to Achav, "Your silver and your gold are mine, and your best women and children are mine." So then, Achav replied back to him and said, "Just as you say, my lord, the king." He's talking to Ben Hadad. Achav says, I shall give you everything. I and all I own are yours. At this time tomorrow, I'll send you my servants 
They will search your house and the house of your servants, and it shall be that everything precious in your eyes they will place in their hands and take away. The sages explain that since Ahab already agreed to surrender his women and children, when Ben-Hadr additionally demanded everything precious in your eyes, he meant that his servants would confiscate the Torah scrolls. So the scripture says, Tell my lord the king, everything concerning which you send word for your servant, the first time I shall do. Meaning the first time, all the things that you requested. Um, but the second thing that you requested, which is my Torah, that I cannot do. That I cannot do. So the Jewish king was willing to surrender his wives, children, and wealth, but he refused to give up the Torah, even though he was a notorious idolater. For this, Achav received the ultimate honor, the monarchy, the kingship, as a reward for his honor of the Torah. That's what it is. See how important it is to honor Torah. And furthermore, Ramchal says, back to honoring Torah, the sages of blessed memory said the following about the honor that one must accord to the Torah scroll. If one was traveling, if you're traveling with a Torah, <clears throat> it's very important. Do not put the Torah in a bag and put that bag, you know, uh, on a, on a donkey and ride on the same donkey. In other words, don't sit on the same thing that the Torah is. Rather, you should place the Torah on your lap and carry it and hold it. I know sometimes on planes, you can give it, you give it its own seat in a sense of seeing it. You do not stow it away with the luggage. You have to give it proper covering. They also prohibited if a Torah is sitting on a bed, you cannot sit on it. You cannot, you know, and similarly, we may not throw we know we can't, you know that you know, Pesach's coming up now. We have lots of Seamus and, and Jewish artifacts. It's a common time that people bury them. So they do it from spring cleaning. These things you can't throw out. You have to know. You cannot throw this stuff out. You have to do. You have to give it a proper uh, proper burial. And that's why we find a lot of Genizas, these hidden things, like especially Geniza in Cairo, found all these ancient documents and so on. <clears throat> but you're not allowed to throw these things out. And they're prohibited placing books. You can't, you know, there's a way that you're supposed to stack svarim, holy books. Chumash, a, 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 a chumash goes on top. And then, you know, after after the chumash, you have mishnayas, you have Torah, Torah Shavapah, mishnayas, Torah, suvim, right? So then you have the Navi, a Navi, prophets cannot go on top of the Torah. Um, and uh, uh, then you have, uh, after the prophets, you have the mishnayas. Mishnais, you have Gemara, so Gemara can't go on top of Mishnais and so on. All these things, you have the hierarchy of the Swarm. Now, all these things, by the way, are prohibited for the entire congregation. Now, this was, these are the mitzvahs. This is what Kaddish Baruch gave us. But for a chassid, a chassid adds to them. And he, he adds many similar practices because the honor of the name of, of Hashem is his God. <clears throat> so some examples of going beyond the letter of the law to honor holy writings are Sometimes he dusts them. Maybe he binds them. You find that uh, they, they have special shells for this farm, for different farm. But by the way, those are halachas that you're supposed to give certain honor to this farm. Um, and included in this obligation to honor the Torah is also interesting. He throws it. He brings it in here. Cleanliness. It's important to be clean and pure. You need to be. You need to be um, properly. Um, properly presented when you're learning Torah. And that means, for example, one should not 
engage in Torah, even thinking about it when you're in a dirty place, let's say you're in a bathroom or if there are people that are not dressed with unclean hands, you know, you're supposed to wash your hands before going to davening to make sure your hands are clean. And our sages, blessed memory, already exhorted us extensively about this in many places. And regarding honor, this, those who study Torah, also important. See the verse that is written, in the presence of an old person, you shall rise. When a soul goes into an older than you, you should honor, you should honor him by rising, by standing up. From this, we extrapolate regarding all sorts of honor that could possibly accord to these zikanim, elderlies, that are certainly appropriate for the chas to confer. And our stage of blessed memory have in fact stated the following about Yehoshaphat HaMelech, the way he treated the, 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 the Torah scholars, that um, Yehoshaphat was a king. And what happened was when a king, whenever he saw a zake, whenever he saw a navi or a tzadik or tamachacham or rebbe, he would get up from his throne, hug him. Because imagine a king, this is the king, according him special honor, kissing his hand and saying, Rebbe, Rebbe, teacher, teacher. You also find that Rizera, when he became weak and he wasn't able to story, he wasn't able to study Torah because it was too hard for him. He would stand at the position, he would position himself at the entrance of the base medrash of the study hall. And when the Talmudic Chacham would come out, he would stand up so he can grab a mitzvah. You can grab the midst of giving them honor. Now, these are all matters that we clearly see that the Creator, blessed be He, desires us to do, as He told us, His exalted opinion about this matter, being that this is so, whoever desires to bring. So now we, He's discussed all these things, all the honor that is the, that, that you can do to His mitzvahs to show honor to Hakadosh Baruch Hu by honoring these mitzvahs, and they'll bring a, they'll bring a certain satisfaction to your Creator. So since you see whoever desires to bring a satisfaction creator will certainly embark on this path and require additional strategies, who will acquire, acquire additional strategies in order to do that which is proper before him. And included in this also is honoring the synagogue and studying the study hall. We say that a shul is a mini base of Migdash. It's a mini temple. And we have to give special honor. And it's not sufficient to just refrain from acting foolishly inside of them. Rather, we have to give it all sorts of honor, honoring a shul, making sure it's beautiful, the way you act, anything that you would do in the, in, in, in the palace of a great king, anything that you would not do in the palace of a great king, you should certainly not do in the base medrash. Now, all of these practices have been described and the application of the chassid in the manner of performing mitzvahs with accompanying, we spoke about the fear of Hashem, Specifically, these practices in Yeras Arenmus, which is um, fear of a Kurdish Baruch who's exalted in this. These are all representations of a certain fear that we have of how incredible a Kurdish Baruch Hu is. So uh, that concludes the segment on honoring the mitzvahs. And we're going to go into the next uh, branch, which or, or root, really, which we said is the love of Hashem. We'll continue next time. Have a great day.